0: you're listening to the system save me podcast episode number 188. Today, we're going to talk about the three simple SEO tips that can help you attract more clients. So stay tuned. Hey, I'm Jordan and my business love language is efficiency because who doesn't want to sip pina coladas on the beach while your business runs on autopilot. We're here to help overworked one woman shows become streamlined solopreneurs. And now with over 150,000 downloads, this is the system save me podcast. Hey y'all. I am super excited for this guest because y'all know I'm allergic to complicated and Cynthia is amazing at really breaking down SEO into such simplistic steps. Can I get it? Amen. Amen. So without further ado, Cynthia, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. Thanks, Jordan, for the lovely intro. Yeah. Simple is good, right? Easy is good. Yes. Yes, I'm all about it. I'm all about it. So go ahead and tell my audience a little bit about you and your business. Sure. So I work at Digital Bloom IQ. I founded
1: the company and I help wellness entrepreneurs heal more of the world by getting found on Google. And so I do SEO. I coach around blogging. I teach around, you know, anything, website optimization, just having your website be a really important part of how you get sales and leads. And I also do a little bit of Google Analytics on the side for fun.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Here's the thing. I feel like I would thoroughly enjoy Google Analytics if I had spare time. Like I think, you know, it's one of those things and I'm like, I could go on a whole tangent whirlwind in Google Analytics, and I've like teetered in there, and I'm just like, oh gosh, I could get lost, and business would not get done, and like, and I would have a ball. So I love that you do some Google Analytics stuff on the side. Today, we're gonna really be talking about three simple, simple SEO tips for attracting more clients, and. I assume, you know, potentially if you're listening to this, you're like, okay, SEO, first off, search engine optimization. It sounds really intense. So before we get into like what your clients' businesses are like, can you just give a really simple definition, explanation around really what SEO is? Sure. Yeah. So I think the reason why people find SEO complicated,
1: like you mentioned, is that there is a technical side of SEO that's very much about how your website is functioning from a technical side. So how fast it's loading just like back end, some stuff like that. And it's okay if people feel overwhelmed around that. It's totally fine because you might just not be a technical person. And so it's the same thing, you know, if you have a car and, you know, when I open the hood of my car, I do not understand. I like hardly can Identify the engine. So of course the idea is just to identify. Okay. I'm not gonna be learning code That's just not my zone of genius. I'm gonna get help on this and I'm gonna hire a web developer I'm gonna work with my team right now to help me with this So I just want to like say that part of SEO It's technical and I'm not gonna say to you. Oh, that doesn't matter because site speed does matter and That backend stuff can impact your ranking. Yep. So agree. That was- yeah, so that's one part of SEO. The other part is very much about blog content and writing. And I think that's what we'll talk more about today. And then the third part is outreach and backlinking. And that has to do with how you're marketing your website, how you're doing PR
0: for your business. And I will lightly touch on that as well today as one of the tips. Perfect. All right. So Before your clients, and again, you generally work with wellness folks, but anybody can use these tips for sure. What do your clients' businesses look like? What is it that they're doing or not doing before they implement this framework that we're going to go over? Like, is it, you know, they're losing leads? Are they not getting enough leads? Like walk us through really what their status quo is. Sure. Yeah. So I feel a lot of them, have some awareness that people are finding
1: them on Google, but they don't really know why or how. Like I've had clients come to me, they're like, oh, they said they just Googled and I came up and that sounds magical, but I want to replicate that, right? I want that to happen ongoing and I want it to be intentional. So I think most of my clients have some awareness that it's important, but again, the technical part or just the complexity of it, it feels just something they don't really want to add to their plate. And that just feels overwhelming. So the idea is that you already have some awareness around how all your marketing is working together and you just want to just scale it up, you know, make it higher volume of leads coming in through SEO and just make it more intentional instead of something kind of random that's happening out of the blue.
0: Yeah, you never want to really have the word random in your like <laughs> marketing strategy. <laughs> so, if that's you, listen on up here. So, all right, go ahead and start to walk us through each of your super simple steps so that we can start to really be intentional with our SEO practices. Sure. So, the
1: first step is really about awareness. And I feel like this is the first step of any sort of change you're making in your life. Having awareness of what's going on right now can be already a huge, like just the halfway point of making any change. So having some awareness of what your ideal person or your client avatar is searching right now can be really mind-blowing. And you might already kind of be aware of this. I feel like a lot of people think that, looking for SEO keywords or looking for what people are searching is like this alien excavation process. But it's actually probably something you're already doing naturally as being in touch with your clients, working with people, listening to how they talk, doing some of that research. So when you're looking specifically for what people are searching on Google, the only thing that changes is that you're asking them, you know, what are you searching in Google? If I were to give you a search bar and you have this problem you know how would you search what words would you use you know what angle would you take when you're talking about that problem and so that step is really about getting curious and staying open and not trying to sell anybody on anything not trying to like, like force them to whatever you have you know your services but just staying quite broad and saying okay well what do you search in Google when it comes to your kids, you know, or to your cooking for dinner or for your business? And I think that broad approach can be much more revealing than trying to get someone to, you know, search. Well, what do you search when it comes to your you know, website or something like that? So that's the first step, just asking whoever's in your audience right now. So this could be a survey. This could be an Instagram poll thing. This could just be sending your clients a little bit of an incentive and saying, Hey, I'll add on a 30 minute, you know, Q and a call for you. If you spend 15 minutes answering some questions for me through email or through the phone. So that's the first step, right? Just asking and being aware of what are people searching on Google and you'll be like there are some things you might know but there might be other things where you're like oh I didn't realize it was that simple like people are just searching I don't know
0: coaching for me or something like that gotcha that totally makes sense and I think and you know it's Simple as, you know, the difference between somebody calling something a system or a process or a workflow or whatever, or even like, this is super simplistic, but even in, you know, you're in the wellness world, like somebody saying, hey, I'm going to the supermarket versus, hey, I'm going to the grocery store or, hey, I'm going to the market or farmer's market. Like though, every word matters. With SEO, and I think we try and like oversimplify it by just like what language we use. And I think I like that you mentioned, like, hey, like, what are your people searching for? And how do you, because I was, and I say this because I was like, absolutely not, I will not have the word system in my business name. And I fought it for two and a half years. (laughs) And here we are today, where my business is System Saved Me. And so, that was what my people were calling it. It was what they were looking for. And I was like, oh, fine. Like, <laughs> I surrender. I surrender. And it's definitely paid off. So it's just, it's funny because, you know, we think we know best sometimes. And right. what we could be doing is actually sabotaging our opportunities. So I like that you touched on that.
1: Yeah, I love that example. Sometimes we have our own mind blocks about our industry. And I've had it too. Like, you just, you're an expert at what you do. But sometimes you have these things that maybe you hear a competition say it a certain way and it turns you off. And so then you're like, well, I don't want to talk about it like that, but you realize your ideal person is using a certain language and it's important to be aware of that and be part of that conversation. Cause otherwise we might be missing out on opportunities from helping more people just because we have, you know, some stubborn thing there happening. The other kind of bonus step to that first step is set up your search console. This is a free tool by Google. If you Google search console, it takes less than, you know, five minutes to set up. And that's another step in awareness because the search console tells you keywords that you're already ranking in right now. And again, this is an eye opener for a lot of people if you've had your website up for at least five years, you might already be on page one for some pretty cool keywords. And that just creates so much excitement and momentum from the beginning, instead of approaching it from like, oh, I'm not doing anything to, whoa, I'm on page one for what keyword. And so suddenly you're like, of course, I want to do SEO. (laughs) All I need to do is like, or, you know, even if you're on page two, then you get to go to page one. And so suddenly you have all these leads So that's another great tool to get started with.
0: Have you been dying to create a VIP day or virtual intensive offering, but are stuck in overthinking everything? You love what you do and how you support your clients, but lately it's become, well, too much. You may even be hitting your monthly revenue goals, but you're left completely exhausted. Yeah, been there, bought the t-shirt and the mug. Good news, I've built my virtual VIP day bootcamp that walks you through the nine steps to create and selling a one-day virtual intensive. Grab the podcast-only pricing of $37 for this two-hour training plus tons of bonuses to build and sell your own one-day virtual intensive. Since 2016, I've completely replaced monthly retainers with one-day virtual intensives and VIP weekends. So join me and stop dealing with the late night slack pings, lacking control over your own calendar, chasing invoices, explaining scope creep. Again, you kept my drift. Head on over to systemsammy.com slash pod That's P-O-D-B-O-O-T-C-A-M-P and grab the goods. All right, back to the episode. Cool. Yep. I've uh, definitely got it n- noted down and it will definitely be in our show notes on the Google search console. So, all right. What is next then? So the second step is might feel like, oh yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. I can do that. But it's something I want to highlight because a lot of people think they're doing this, but they're not really fully doing it. And that is creating shareable content that really dives into a specific question or a theme. So something that distinguishes SEO content from other content is that it's super helpful and in-depth and your audience can literally change their life from it. (laughs) I know that sounds like a really tall glass of water, but that's what people are looking for. If you can create a really in-depth blog post that someone can say, wow, like I was able to take action here, here, and here. I was able to journal on this i was able to open up my website and make these changes i was able to open up my systems and make these changes then people are going to remember you and they're going to share that content with a friend or with five friends and so that's what distinguishes seo content from other pieces of content so my disclaimer there is that you don't need to do with this with every single blog post because i think that's where people get into this you know burnout of like okay that's a lot of work And so my approach is that my favorite analogy is if you think about any sort of team, you know, I used to play basketball. On a basketball team, you've got your star players and you've got your other players that are good at defense. They're good at passing the ball, assisting. And so not everybody's a star player and that's totally fine. And everybody on the team plays a role. And so if we think about all our blog content as a sports team, you've got your star players. And so these are your SEO heavy content pieces that are over a thousand words, over 2000 words. They have images, they have infographics, they have videos. They're just rich in information and it takes time for people to get through them and people are bookmarking them, people are referencing them, they are coming back to that content again and again and it's designed in this way, it's very intentional. And so we know because we're creating content that are, that's based off some keywords that we know have a certain amount of searches per month, there's like this investment that we're making in our content that is exciting and we know that there's a return. So that strategy is very different than maybe a blog post that you just felt called to write or you think someone will find useful, but there's no data to back it up and you're not really even sure if people are going to find it. So creating this content very intentionally and having some goals around how often you're going to create this kind of content, how often you're going to look at your keywords and that sort of thing. Has some structure so that you're motivated, right, to create that. Because I get it, it's a lot of work. But again, thinking about it as an investment and thinking about, again, you know, as a star player, we're investing in them over time. So we're slowly building a valuable resource that people will come back to again and again and that we can improve over time because we know it's bringing in leads and we know it's bringing in traffic.
0: Yeah, I think that's a really good way of putting it, like being the star players. And I think. Another reason that, you know, people go to social media before they even go to SEO is they're like, oh, you know, people, and people do search on social media as well. And like, you think about really when people are trying to find the answers to their solutions, they're going to Google and like, hands down, like, that's not even just how I feel. It's like data, I'm sure. So 35 Billion searches per day. (laughs) Yeah. Can't really toss that one up. So yeah, like make it a priority. And again, it really, I'm excited to, again, this is actually a, a Q3 priority for me. So it's something that I really want to get a handle on. And so, you know, Q2 is like a lot of team expansion. And then once that happens, then we really want to get intentional with a lot of different areas. So SEO is super important. And so I'm super excited for this last step too, so I can get my notes all the way together. So what is the last step?
1: Yeah. So the last step doesn't sound like something SEO related but it's so important. And this is building a network of people that will constantly share your content. And so this isn't necessarily a direct client. So someone who would buy from you, it's more what I like to call partner businesses that are targeting a similar audience than you, but they're not direct competition. So in my case, these might be, well, you, Jordan, is a great example, but it could also be a marketing expert who specializes in wellness businesses. It could be a coach. It could be a Facebook ads. It could be a Pinterest coach. So all these other businesses aren't direct competition, but we're all helping a similar audience. They know about SEO. They understand that SEO requires an expert and they appreciate my work and my content. So when I'm building this network of people, I know that when I create an awesome piece of content and I share it online, I can reach out to them and say, hey, I just created this blog post. If you know any clients who would find it useful, you know, share it with them. And they do the same thing for me and it's a mutual, right? So that network is part of backlinking, which is this third pillar of SEO I was talking about at the beginning. And that needs to happen because just because you publish a blog post doesn't mean it's going to (laughs) rank. One of my favorite SEO mentors, his name's Brian Dean, he calls it the publish and pray approach, right? So we hit publish and we just pray that it will, you know, someone will find it. And so especially at the beginning, but I'd say even when you've been doing SEO for many years, you need to consistently market your business. So of course, we're all doing this already with social media and our email and all the ways we market. But if we're gonna do it really intentionally for SEO, it is about building consistent links from other sites to our site. So that's just a really, really specific thing. It's not the same as just sharing it on Instagram a couple times. And so this could look like if you have an email sequence sharing your star players inside that email sequence, because you know that those are attracting the most traffic. And so you want to be sending traffic consistently, or maybe it's about, you know, if you get featured on a podcast sharing these landing pages, one of these star uh, pieces of content, again, you're intentionally sharing certain links instead of just randomly, you know, remembering last minute. Okay. What do I want to do? The ideal is when you have someone else, Link like permanently to your site. So, if you, for example, had some resource page and you said to me, Hey, I want to include one of your blog posts, then I would give you again something very intentional that I know that would be useful, but I'm aware that blog post is an SEO friendly blog post. So, what I'm trying to say is that this is something natural, but there's also an intentionality and an awareness around it and a consciousness around it that makes it even more useful and that helps with your traffic that's just a huge and it's an easy thing we can do just including more links inside of our email sequences that are seo friendly
0: got it partnership is always a good idea and i think that you know most people are doing this naturally like hey share my blog hey share my post blah 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 share my podcast show notes. But if you are adding in the intentional elements of specific keywords that you then want people to like know, or if they're searching that, that is going to pull up more likely, then that's like double the work, like double the opportunity for work you're already doing, which is definitely something I'm a fan of. So I think It's, and for most people who are encouraging shares and encouraging exposure and all that stuff, like it probably, I mean, how long would it even take again, if you've done step one and step two to even go back to some of your blog posts or podcast show notes that are from the past that have gotten good traction, how long ideally could it even take for you to take those keywords and start to add them into and sprinkle them into those blog posts?
1: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it depends how big your site is, but what I've recommended with clients is just doing a little bit every month and just chipping away at it. Right. And that can just already make a big difference. I think the key is prioritizing and finding where you're going to get the most impact in the shortest amount of time, because the reality is SEO is an ongoing thing and for better or for worse, you're never really done. So that's overwhelming, right? Let's just prioritize and focus where are you going to get the most results and let's go from there. And then, you know, just focus on that and don't worry about the rest.
0: Yep. I totally, totally agree. So let's get into some of the tools that you suggest for people. Uh, you mentioned Google search console. Uh, what are some other Fun tools and software that people can get into if they really want to nerd out or if they, again, want to keep it simple.
1: Yeah. So, another one Google Analytics is awesome for looking at your top blog posts, looking at the top pages that people are landing on, how people are bouncing. You know, they're leaving. If the first page of the visit, you want to understand why. I would say that's like second to the search console, a really powerful tool. In terms of other tools, I use one for keywords that's called Keywords Everywhere. And so it just, it's a browser extension. So it allows you to, it suggests more keywords based on what you're searching and it can be really useful. What else, what else? I personally use Ahrefs. That's like a pretty high intensity SEO Research tool. I use it for all my clients and that's for someone who wants to like, yeah, become more of an expert and that's cool. But that's the one I use. And I mean, for keywords, if you don't want to get into any tools, you can just use the Google search as a tool. You can search something and then in the search results, you scroll down and at the bottom of the page, you'll see suggested or related searches. Those are real keywords you can use and start to get ideas I also use like Quora. For Quora is like a forum with questions that people ask. So if I'm doing this for a client or for myself and I'm trying to do this first step of like understanding what people are searching, I will go into Quora and I'll look at what questions people have. And sometimes that can jog your brain and get you going of like, oh, look at what people are asking about this and get you some ideas on keywords.
0: Love it. And we'll have all those linked up in the show notes. So that way you can go and play to your little heart's desire. <laughs> and then also tell us about the freebie that you have for our audience today. Yeah. So I
1: have a freebie for you guys. If you are feeling super stuck on your keywords and you just need some ideas to get you going, I have a free list of 50 keywords for small businesses. The link is bit.ly slash 50 keywords. and it's just a list of keywords. I've also included the volume. So the volume is the amount of searches that keyword has per month and the level of difficulty. So the, the worksheet includes that because it's good to know, right? Like what level of difficulty it has. So yeah, you can check that out and that can get you going and you can use what, some of those ideas to write your first SEO friendly piece of content. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Woo-hoo. Which is great. So where else can people find you on the interweb? So give website, social media, all the places. Yeah. So
1: my website is digitalbloomiq.com. And so you can check me out there. I hang out a lot on Instagram. Digital Bloom IQ is my handle. And I also have a podcast, which is called Digitally Overwhelmed. And I talk all about SEO, but Anything, marketing, online, sometimes bring in, like, find people. It's really my fun space to play. And pretty much it. I'd say, like, those are the three places.
0: Sweet. So we will give you links to all those places to make it super easy for you to get in touch with Cynthia and let her know that you enjoyed her episode and what it is that you're going to take away and do. Thank you so much, Cynthia, for taking, again, such a broad scary topic and making it super simple, three steps. And again, a lot of it is stuff that we're already doing. It's just right resituating it to work for us when it comes to Google search. So thank you so, so much.
1: Yeah. Thank you. That's my goal to make it easy.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening to the System Saved Me podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes or send a screenshot on Instagram while tagging us at System Saved Me.